Welcome to the RCAP USA Roundup. Today's episode features RCAP USA CEO Bill Bullard in his weekly address. Hello, I'm Bill Bullard with RCAP USA, the voice of the independent cattle producer in the United States of America. Well, sometimes, but not often enough, we're able to access factual information that underlies the political propaganda that lobbyists use to convince Congress to act or not act on legislation or to ensure that industry participants continue singing from the same songbook. So let's take a look at a couple of those propagandized statements that continue to be used to convince Congress to make no changes to current trade policy and that have helped to ensure that industry participants all agree that current U.S. trade policy is benefiting the U.S. cattle industry. Now, one of the common statements is that current trade policy benefits cattle producers because we export beef products from domestic cattle that we don't consume much of here in the States. And we principally import low quality grinding products to mix with our higher quality trim because we just don't produce enough cull cow meat. In other words, they say we only import what we need. Now, another statement is that we must import live cattle from Canada and Mexico to supplement our domestic cattle herd so feedlots and packing plants can continue operating at optimal levels. Now, on the surface, these politically motivated statements make sense. They seem logical. And that's why what we call the meat lobby has been so successful in preventing any changes to trade policy. But while they appear to make sense, do cattle producers and consumers actually benefit from the type of trade that these statements promote? You know, when the U.S.-Mexico-Canada Agreement, or USMCA, was under consideration to replace the old North American Free Trade Agreement, or NAFTA, RCAF USA sought to make fundamental changes to its cattle and beef trade provisions. But the meat lobby wanted no changes, and ultimately, no changes were made. But before no changes were made to the USMCA, the U.S. International Trade Commission held a hearing. And during that hearing, facts that had not previously been disclosed were revealed. And those facts told a very different story. Now, two groups testified for the meat lobby. They were the Packers National Trade Association, the North American Meat Institute, or NAMI, and the Packers slash Producers National Trade Association, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, or NCBA. So in support of leaving trade policy as it was, the NAMI and the NCBA partnered to testify about how the domestic cattle industry in the Pacific Northwest was benefited by imported cattle. The NAMI testified that the Northwest region imports 227,000 head of Canadian fat cattle per year, representing approximately 19% of processing capacity in the region. Additionally, another 55,000 of Canadian feeder cattle are imported annually into Oregon, Washington, and Idaho, representing 8% of the one-time packing capacity in that region. And then the NCBA testified and said, especially in the Pacific Northwest, imports of Canadian and Mexican cattle have supplemented seasonal shortages in our herd and helped our feed yards and packing facilities run at optimal levels. So here's a $60 million question. Did those 227,000 head of imported fat cattle each year and 55,000 head of imported feeder cattle benefit the cattle industry in the Pacific Northwest? Well, U.S. Department of Agriculture data show that the number of beef cattle operations in the Pacific Northwest declined 27%. They lost over 10,000 beef cattle operations just since the U.S. entered the North American Free Trade Agreement. And the data shows that the total number of domestic beef cows declined 16%. They lost 240,000 head of beef mother cows through last year. So while the U.S. was annually importing 282,000 head of both fat cattle and feeder cattle into the Pacific Northwest, 
those imports displaced over 10,000 beef cattle operations and 240,000 head of mother cows. So the answer to the $60 million question is a resounding no. And then during the hearing, I said, in fact, we import from Canada over 2,000 metric tons of tongues, which are the products the beef industry says we don't eat in America. And the meat lobby said this, because the value of the tongues that we produce in the United States carry a higher value in our export markets, we are able to actually place a higher value on those imported tongues to then export to our markets elsewhere. Did you catch that? The meat lobby explained why we import beef products we don't consume here. And it's because if they put a USA label on it, they can profit in the export market. So my question to you is, are you still supporting the meat lobby's trade policies? So join with us to reform U.S. trade policy so it begins helping, not hurting, America's cattle farmers and ranchers. With that, we hope you have a productive week. Thank you and goodbye. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the RCAF USA Roundup. To learn more about RCAF USA, visit our website, www.r-calfusa.com.